What's that? <laughs> What's what? That's my camera. Please, can you see what? No, here, talk into the microphone. Come here, sit on my lap and we'll do this. We'll record an intro for this episode. Record an there. Let's record an intro. Can I hear it? Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Okay, we're gonna record an intro now. Okay. Do you want to record an intro with me? No. You don't want to? No. Why not? Say something. It's Father's Day. Come on, help me out here. Help me help you. Help me help you. No, I'm going to sit in my own chair. You want to sit in your own chair? Yeah. Okay, well then you're not going to help me record the, the intro then. All right, so hey everybody. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Um, Steve and I both are dads, as everyone knows, so we haven't been able to record a podcast this week because we've been too busy dadding it up. And I'm sitting here with my boy, Max. Say hi. Say Hi. Oh my god, that was weak. Um, but I haven't been able to record an episode. So I figured instead, I will record, or I'll put out the episode that I recorded with my buddy Luke Hand that never got aired. It was going to be on a different podcast. I was going to record a show called Art Attack. Uh, just a podcast all about artists and the art way. And then Steve and I started doing Getting Sketchy again, and I was like, well, fuck that. I'm going to just put things out on Getting Sketchy. So I have a few episodes that I recorded with people for Art Attack that are going to be getting sketchy episodes now instead. But that's why when you're listening to this and all of a sudden we start talking about how this is a new podcast and I don't have a name for it and stuff like that, that's what it is. What? Huh? I don't know what that means. Can you sing Blitzkrieg? Can you sing Blitzkrieg Bop? Hi. Hey. Let's go. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. If you guys could hear that, it was beautiful. Um, so anyway, this is a getting sketchy episode with Lucan, but it it's gonna seem weird because it's like an art attack episode, and eventually Lucan will come back on and do an actual getting sketchy episode. But uh, until until uh, until he gets on here, uh, here's an episode with Lucan. That is the audio quality is kind of shitty, but I don't care. It's uh, it works. It is what it is. So enjoy and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. All those sexy dads in Dadland. You want what? What is it? What is this? I have no idea. Is it like a skeleton? Yeah, it's a skeleton. He wants to work with me. He wants to work with you? My son thinks he's working right now. Anyway, speaking of work, here is the episode. How many times have I tried to make a podcast and failed now? I've been keeping track, actually. This is your 17th attempt. You made it. You were trying to make a joke, and that is totally not a joke. That's about what it's at, I think. Casting of the pod back in 2007. I had Flush Studios podcast in 2009. I had the Humor of Atrocity podcast with you. I had Getting Sketchy with Steve Stark. You did another podcast with me? Humor of Atrocity podcast. You don't was I drunk one? through most of it? Oh, just I remember we did episodes where you'd get drunk while we were recording, and then it would end with us just like midway through the episode being like, "All right, fuck it, we're done." We're like in the middle of a conversation. It would end with you sleeping on a cot next to the toilet in my basement. I remember that. 
Uh-huh. I had a really bad headache that one time, and I think I threw up a few times. You did. It you, was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. Um, so I, did you record any of the audio from the vomiting? I think I tried, and for some reason it didn't come out. Or maybe it was in there. If if someone out there is like an internet guru, because I don't know how to do any of this shit, but if you can, you should hunt down Humor of Atrocity podcast somewhere in the ethers of the internet and see if I recorded Lucan puking. Because if I did, I put it in that episode for sure. Sweet. That's Or if somebody downloaded it and saved it, that could have happened. All of our one fans might have downloaded it and kept it. Actually, the funny thing is, when I first uh, wrote, when we recorded drums, and I wrote, you know, recording drums with Lucan, doing some humor of atrocity, I had like 10 people go like, fuck yeah, humor of atrocities coming back. Like, coming back from what? We never existed. Like, we made a few fucking stupid songs. Apparently, there was someone out there who liked it, though. Hey, those songs weren't stupid. It was cutting edge, all right? It wasn't about songs. It wasn't like songs about shit like you hear on the radio. Like, oh, I, I, she's got a big ass, and I want to ask her out, but she's on the dance floor and whatever else. These are songs about crystal meth and diarrhea. Aborted fetuses fighting back. Yeah, uh, tie, and yeah. people in wheelchairs, <laughs> zombie wheelchair zombies. What the fuck is wrong with us? Oh god, this That's, is why I want you on my first episode. If somebody told me like, "Hey, you got to hear this song. It's about crippled zombies attacking the world," I'd be like, "All right, I'm yeah, in. wheelchair I'm in. Can- wheelchair cannibals." That it's was the, by, name of the song. It's by the band that did the song about the diarrhea tidal wave. All right. We wrote some good tracks. We also did a song. My my favorite Christmas song I've ever heard was written by us, which is really cool. The um, the pegging one. Yeah, I saw mommy pegging Santa Claus. Indeed. That was one of my favorite songs I've ever not only written but heard. Like it's a Christmas <laughs> classic. <laughs> I feel like in fifty years from now, when grind when it is like metalocalypse and grindcore has taken over the world. I mean, I know that's death metal, but I I hope that like grindcore takes over. Oh yeah, that song is going to be an actual Christmas classic. Hey, grindcore is taking over. We were at Taco Bell last night, and they were playing Napalm Death. No way. Inside this, yeah, load of shit. What song? Uh, it was like cesspits. Crazy, right? So I'm like, I'm in there, and I I hear it, and like it's kind of quiet. I can't identify exactly what it is. I went up there and asked, and uh, the chick wrote it down and gave it to me. Napalm Death cesspits. Is that off of the new album? Is that one of their like more punky? I don't know. They only have like ten million songs to pick from. I don't <laughs> I know. know. <laughs> after a certain after a certain point, it's like I know Scum. Yeah, and that's a. About, like I can I can pull scum songs like up like if I heard it I'd immediately know but yeah. anything other than scum I might know it but probably not anyway it took us uh 10 minutes to get into grindcore talk in this in this episode but the reason I invited you over to be on the first episode of this podcast is because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing so I need you to coach me through this I, I see you as a life coach oh I am totally a life coach <laughs> You know the, the the comedy of that being that at a certain point in my life you totally were the guy like we'd hang out and we'd figure out what we were gonna do next with our lives. Two of the stupidest people who could talk to each other. No, well, hey, I I I don't think we're the stupidest people. In the, fact, we could be the smartest people. I see myself as like a, an arrogant, uh, 
asshole. Yeah. And I'm definitely right there with you. I'm totally full of shit. We, but you coached me through. Who so, better than somebody arrogant to coach you through your life? Very you true. Know, just do everything that I did. And you'll be <laughs> fine. All right. Which was, and and then he's like, "I did three shots. You do three shots." Yeah. It, that was basically our. Everything night was, is gonna be. There's no cops out tonight. You can fucking drive home whenever you want. Well, the first time we... (laughs) That's actually... I remember one time... Oh, my God. I should not say this on the podcast. It's so bad. But I remember one time, because I didn't live that far from you at the time. Lucan lived maybe a mile and a half from the apartment that I was living in. And we both worked overnight. So what we'd do is... After I got off work, I'd go over to Lucan's place, and we'd just get fucked up drunk and listen to death metal for hours. I remember one time it snowed super hard. We both got pretty pretty drunk, but I wasn't too bad because usually I would just crash on your couch. But I left, you fell asleep and I left a message on your phone that was like, Lucan, I fucking, I, I'm, I'm crashing! Ah! And then like threw the phone down and left it. And I then I went home and passed out, probably had another shot or two when I got home and left, just left it at that. The next morning, I get this call, like a message on my phone that's like, dude, seriously, where the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you? <laughs> I don't remember this really? at all. Yeah, I was probably still drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> the first time we hung out, we ran through your neighbor's backyards chasing deer. Ooh. You started puking down by the river. Down by the river! I don't remember where we went from there. I just remember we popped up through some neighbor's house, and you're like, we're pretty fucking close to my house, man. And I'm like, we're like a mile and a half away from your place, walking through someone's backyard. <laughs> yeah, I, that we was were the drinking first the apple, time we hung out. Yeah, the apple pie stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember I puked, and then I used more of the apple pie to like wash it down. We were just running around the neighborhood drinking that. Those fun times, fun times. times. Um, yeah. so that's why I felt like you're the perfect person to come in and coach me through how to start this podcast. So my idea for this podcast is to have local and not local artists any kind any kind of like artist whether it's a writer or a sound designer or an animator or what about the puppetry of the penis guys the which one puppetry of the penis guys what's that the australian guys that stretch their dicks they do that yeah you should look it up these guys stretch their dicks into like all these shapes and stuff wait where can you find that this is not like a youtube thing is it um they twist their balls they twist their balls into like shapes it's like balloon animals, but they do it with their dicks. That's not a thing. That is not a thing. It's called puppetry of the penis. True. It's not. A, okay, look it up, folks, because I need comment on our uh, page about puppetry of the penis, because I'm super curious if other people are watching this or if it's just Lucan who is out there. <laughs> Sir, how, it's how the not fuck like did a... You, okay, if this is a real thing, how the fuck did you find puppetry of the penis? It's... Truth be told, the the ex woke me up one night while I was trying to fucking sleep at like three in the morning, and said, "You gotta see this. You gotta. The guy is stretching his dick and he's making a hamburger. He's making what? a ha- what? That's a, what? So, how do you so, make a ham? So like the balls? I, I did. I did take a look. He's he's holding his balls like he's holding. He's, he's got. He's, he's here, got, let me so let me just take him out and do it. This is an audio thing, so let me just ho- take him out and do it. All right. Okay, just show me. All right, so here. Okay, here, so Lucan's pulling out his balls right now. All right. All right. <laughs> he's got his balls out. All right. So, like, you see right here, the, the never mind all the veins and shit. 
right? Lucan's balls look like. <laughs> have you seen photos of Mars? Like it's like the photos of Mars. They're not. They're they're good balls. Stop trying to make my balls sound bad. Except it's the way I wish Mars was with little aliens all over the place, like waving. That's what Lucan's <laughs> balls look like. <laughs> There's like little things on them. I, they're, they're, I have very coarse pubic hairs. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. So like the guy takes his balls and he squishes them like a like. He's doing it so like every every dude out there knows. All the females are like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But it's where you grab the 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 part of your balls that's closest to your dick, so that your balls form like. You're closest to a, your, yeah, your body. They'll just yeah, yeah a closed your where the, the testicles lose any where sort it, of it kind of looks like if you just leave it like that, it kind of looks like a brain. Yeah, sure. Right? So then, so then the guy twists it like sideways. His dick? No, the the balls. Okay, the ball sack. He twists the balls, and then he pulls his dick around the outside of the balls. Oh, so making a bun. He yeah he no the balls are gonna be the bun. Okay, all right? just pay attention. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Fucking then. a. God, you're so immature, all right? <laughs> so he pulls the balls, make the, the the dick makes the meat. Okay. So he takes the balls and he squishes them, and then and then the dick coming around the outside makes the meat. Okay. Get this it? is art. This is true art that this man is making. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't have balls that are like able to become buns around a dick. So this guy's has these, he... these were like kind of like I I saw they were like older kind of fatter dudes. Okay. So you. You know, so they've got like stretchy balls. Yeah, and they're Australians, so like I mean, oh. they don't have. I've never been to Australia, but from what I imagine, there's like a lot of grass and sand, and then fucking crocodile Dundee is hanging out. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a knife. There's a knife or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they're like you know, I don't know, they're whittling or something, and they're toilets really? go the other way. Whittling is something like I would love to have a professional whittler on the show. Holy fuck, that How, would be awesome. If a dude came on, it like they've got to be and, somewhere. And in the episode, for in the episode, the dude whittles something. So at the end of the episode, you can go and see what this motherfucker whittled. Oh, we'll tell him it's got to be a dick and balls. If you fucking well, maybe try that's to whittle, hard. what if that's like? That, yeah, what, I'm sure it better be hard. <laughs> It's like the worst dad joke mixed with the most 13-year-old joke that ever came together. It's only Lucan could come up with that joke. Yeah, we'll have him do a dick and balls if he could come on the dick show. Dick and balls. And if he tries to do anything artistic with it, like put a flower on the side or something, he's out. Fuck you. You leave the dick. No, if he, you get the if fuck he out has the here. time in an hour-long podcast to whittle a dick and balls... And a flower on the side? Not impressed with the flower, all right? Get it the fuck so, out of here. What if it's a dick and balls? I don't know why I'm going so into uh, What if it's a dick and balls? He makes it so it's like two balls and a shaft. And if you turn it, he puts like horns on it. So it's like also a devil face. That, that oh my gosh, that would be good. You know I can't I mean? really so, picture what you're saying okay. right now, but. So he, there's two balls. Two picture balls. this, two okay. balls and a dick. Got the dick. And then horns that come up the top. Right. If you look at it like this, there's horns and like eyes, and then the dick is the face, and then the foreskin is like part of the mouth. Like 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 a goat face. Like yes, goat like a face. goat face, exactly. So it's like a goat face devil. If you look at it Does one Does it ever say in the Bible that the devil looks like a goat? I don't remember this. I remember it saying no, like lion. he had it's remember it said like he got horns on his head, probably because nobody likes goats because they're fucking pieces of shit. Are they? 
Yeah, have you ever been around a real... I, I grab one by the... Oh, I shouldn't tell this fucking story. Yeah, don't, uh, it, don't no, tell it, stories. It, this podcast... So, I also want to put this out there. This podcast is going to be R-rated, obviously. But it's not going to be the most... You don't vul- want to hear about the when I retaliated against the goat that fucking hit me in the balls. No. That sucker. Really? Did it actually hit you? Now, now yeah, you have it did. to tell the it, story. It, it did like a headbutt on my balls. Mm-hmm. That fuck. What did you do? You have now. You have to tell it. Or I was feeding the cocksucker. I was feeding him. I was. You know how they have like the little stupid mouth. Yeah. And that like their teeth are worthless. Like they can hardly even eat shit. Yeah, because they give them like a carrot or something, and they it takes them forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought you guys ate this shit. Like I, th- you're out in the wild. You're pulling up carrots and no, eating they eat fucking, fucking plants grass, and, shit. and they learn to live off of nothing. That's why they live in the mountains. You think there's a lot of food in the fucking mountains? Good. I hope they don't have food. Fucking <laughs> cocksuckers! <laughs> cocksuckers! This thing hit me in the balls. Let's be honest, though. You had it coming. I didn't. I was just feeding the. I mean, not that like I've never done anything bad in my life. That's right? what I mean. That, like that just I, I, wouldn't I just deserve mean like, like a hit in the balls. In the karma in, in the while. karmic I don't believe cycle in karma though. Like, whether you believe in it or not, you've done enough shitty things that you deserve a kick in the balls. Okay, that's true. But <laughs> I wasn't fucking done. I wasn't done with the song. Okay. Yeah. So this podcast, it's going to be me talking to artists or you and I talking to artists. I see you as like a semi co-host. The whole idea is I just want to get into the process of how other artists, it's almost selfish where as an artist, I need to get into a certain place. So I'm curious how other people get into a certain place or what inspires you or how you get past writer's block or all of these different concepts that actually serves a purpose to listen to this podcast because you might learn something. But you also will hear me talk about my dick and balls or whatever else. Like, it's going to be any stupid podcast like I do, but it's more about the process of creating things. I think it's a good idea. I think there's a lot of interesting people, especially in the music community. And it's not just, I think there's, because like I work in the film community and there's so many interesting people locally and also abroad. And so like, I'm going to have folks like my buddy, Harry Partridge, who does uh, cartoons online. He does tons of cool stuff on YouTube. He's going to come on the show. And my friend, Dieter Wagner, he is like a stop motion animator. I'll have him on the show. My buddy, Andy Hunt, who is a local director, he did Clean Cut, which I did animation for, and he was on the show On the Lot. But then I also want to have people like, my buddy McCray was on Big Brother. He kind of put me in touch with other people from reality TV shows. I think it'd be fun to have even people who from other shows, like Survivor and stuff like that, and have them talk about why they like that. Yeah. Something that I wouldn't generally watch, but I'd be curious what they think, like how, what their process is or why they like reality TV. People that maybe I don't agree with, even like pop musicians. I don't listen to pop music you know, almost ever, but I'd love to have someone who locally does like indie rock or something like that yeah. and just bullshit with them about what they listen to or what they like. It, when you talk to like the death metal guys, 
they're like the most musically varied weirdos ever. Like, but it, it actually makes a lot of sense because they all are attracted to different things in death metal that gets them into, you know, they may like um, screaming, let's say. Let's say scre- like me, I love screaming. But because I like screaming, I also like some of the weirdest like alt-rock stuff because I just like weird vocals. I don't like singing that much. I'm not like a huge fan of just one person going like, "Then I ran around the world for you." Like that's not no, my I thing. No, I like that. So please keep going. <laughs> and I would walk 500 miles. Like that's not my jam. I like Holy shit. I like Wait, but, what happens to the guy after he walks 500 miles? And then I got fucked by a goat. Like that fucking goat again. Yeah, I told you they're assholes, he man. Ca- I told you back. they're assholes. Just to be the man named Luke and I'm a dude with a lot of hair got fucked by a goat. No, no. Oh, hey, that's bullshit. I never got fucked by the goat. I told you that already. <laughs> I told you that. But, like, that's why I, I dig on, like, Nirvana, which is not, obviously, it's, like, alternative rock, because his vocals are so different than anything at the time. And, or even now, like, obviously, if that dude came out now, no one would listen to that shit. He would get he would get booted off of American Idol Oh, instantly. so fast. That Simon, and, that Simon would lose his mind. And... I, so I like different vocals, but then there's the guys who are straight up, they listen to death metal because of the fast guitar. And then you talk to those guys, yeah, like, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll bullshit with them, and it's like, what what's, like, your favorite album, like, your top five favorite albums? And it's, like, Jimi Hendrix, and it's Prince. Yeah, Prince. they'll say all sorts of crazy <laughs> yeah. shit. Wait, and, Prince is from Minnesota, you should get him on the fucking show. I think he'll come on. I'm just putting it out there. Prince, yeah. if you want to come on the show... We'll lower the mics so that you can reach. Dude's probably taller than me. No way. I'm like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, oh, yeah, he's way taller than you. Dude's like 6'3". <laughs> like, he's just short for Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Because, like, most... That's a thing, yeah. Yeah, that's most, a thing. most people, uh, like, that you see on TV are super tall. Mm-hmm. So, like, if someone's short, it's actually a big deal. Like, people are like, fucking Tom Cruise is like a midget. Dude's like 5'10". He's not that short. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah, I've heard people say that he was no, short. No, yeah, he's he, not He's that. Hollywood short. That's taller than I am. Yeah, exactly. He's like an average human being's height. He's not like a little guy. He's just little for Hollywood. Yeah. Like, I think they say average is six foot... But uh, you know, I'm like, I'm like, what, like, like six five? Yeah, you're like, or you're five just like, six? Yeah, you're just like a hint under seven. Five, no, five six. That's what I was, that's what it was. Lucan actually was a really good basketball player. Yeah, but the only thing that held him back was his running skills, <laughs> because Which... he they just they would just say like, Lucan, just stay back. Just stay back. Like he'd start running, and the the floor would break. We we Luke, actually we have new footage of me running, and I th- I think I've improved. Has he improved? Did you save the old footage of me running? I'm I put it on YouTube or Facebook or something. I have old cement feet somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Lucan runs like he run. I'm picture Rain Man running. <laughs> Basically, you've got it. Straight, you got it. It's. 
When I saw that, like, what you recorded of me, it kind of looked almost like when Borat runs. It is very Borat, yeah. And it's funny, because you guys are, like, from the same place, aren't you? Yeah. Kazakhstan. Lucan's a Mexican, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, that's where Mexicans are from. <laughs> um. Anyway, back on topic. This podcast. I don't have a name for it. I have no name. What do you think... You before we started podcasting, you had said naming it something with diarrhea in the name. Something with diarrhea. Yeah, something something along those lines. So maybe some of the something stuff... that mixes in, or you know, if you can mix in, you know, like his, like I can good... see his eyes, his gears are turning. Like what fucked up thing can I say? <laughs> He's saying, you're going like, oh fuck it. Can I say? Can I? Can I say this? No, no, no. I can totally say this. All right. Okay. No, you know, you like want to mix it in with like a household object or like a flower or like, you know, something, something inane, something, you know, like diarrhea lamp. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't think that's the direction it's going to go. I think it's going to be more. Um, I've been pushing towards... I mean, it's Flush Studios. It's going to be hosted on my website. Yeah, the flush, like you would flush diarrhea. The Flush Studios Diarrhea Lamp Show. Diarrhea Roller Coaster. <laughs> diarrhea! <laughs> that is not a thing. People don't... It is, yeah. When I'm, whenever I'm on a roller coaster, I think about, like, what if I get the shits? Because we're going up this thing, and I'm going to be stuck on here now for, like, a minute. And sometimes when I get the shits, it hits quick. I know. You've told... Lucan told the story. Go out and listen to the Getting Sketchy episode with Lucan. I don't remember what it's called, but Lucan told a story about cops chasing him when he had diarrhea. And it's a winner. It's one of my more... I don't remember telling that story, so I was probably shit-faced a little bit. No, you were totally sober. We were just hanging out, and you told the story about the time the cop pulled you over, and you had to shit super bad. It was That was in Wisconsin. Yep. That happened to me. The guy was super cool about it, too. That's on the Getting Sketchy podcast, which you can find on smodcast.com somewhere if you dig through it. But um, I was leaning towards doing something like the Flush Studios art show. It's very... Oh, you missed the F on that one. What's that? The fart show. The fart show? Uh, it's almost diarrhea. It's like a hint. It's like if diarrhea was like a gas. Is a fart? If diarrhea was a gas, it's a fart? Yeah, that's an... The flush art rant talk show. Wait, rant? Is that somehow translate into diarrhea? Come on, we can do this. A rant is like vomiting. Like I ranted. I've never heard Yeah, there's that. a book called... Yeah, that's totally a thing. Like it's slang, but it's a thing. There's I've a heard book, like Ralph. No, there's a book. It's There's a book called Rant. It's by Chuck Palnick. Yeah. And in that book, they talk about the fact... I think it might be like British or something, but rant is definitely slang for barfing. Oh, I bet you British people have all sorts like, of weird fucked up oh shit. Oh my god, I just ranted. Yeah. Like, totally. But rant is definitely that, because that, that's like a big part of that book. But anyway, um, the Flush Art Rant Talk Show. I don't know, though. That seems a little bit hard to, like, find. The thing is, I need it to be easy to find on iTunes or something like that. It's got to be very simple. What is an iTunes? I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, Lucan is the equivalent to a grandpa when it comes to anything technological. I remember you had a TV you bought on 
uh, Black Friday that you bought it. Was it on Black Friday? You bought that TV that you didn't get hooked up for like a year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you called me up one day like, fucking this fucking TV. I can't figure it out. And like. I walked you. Th- you're like, I broke my PlayStation up to it. It looks like shit. You're like screaming about it. So like I sat down on Google and we're like, let's figure this out. And we went through it and finally got your TV. Oh, because I didn't up. have the DMI cable. Exactly. Like, you didn't have the thing hooked up right and whatever. There we go. And the PlayStation 3 had this stupid fucking thing where you'd like hold the reset button for 34 seconds and then pray yeah. to Allah and then like put one... F- put your pinky in your ass and then it would make it HDMI or something. Yeah, it was like yeah, some fucked sure. up weird thing. Which is weird because I did that a bunch of times. <laughs> I just wasn't doing it long enough. Yeah. He did it for 33 seconds. Yeah. He didn't actually know about the finger in the ass thing, but he had it that way anyway. Yeah, so it didn't yeah. matter. I was like, well, this is going to work. Or if not, it'll be all right. At least I have my finger in my ass. Yeah, at least. You know, <laughs> there's an upside. Um... I don't know. So I, I have to think about it. I haven't. I still haven't figured out what the name of this show is going to be, or like what, what that is. But I definitely know the tone of it is artists talking about art. So let me test it out on you right now. Lucan's a writer. No. Yeah, you've written. Um, oh yeah, that stuff. He's written a bunch of letters to the senator and yeah, like, dear senator. There, there are not enough public bathrooms out there for when I get the shits, all right? I'm fucking walking in Minneapolis and I need to shit and all the bar, I, I, you go to the bar and they're like, oh, it's for paying customers. So I said, well, you know, do you really want me to buy something or do you want me to shit on your fucking floor? Because that's gonna happen. Dear Senator, I'm tired of paying taxes to have people cleaning up the streets that I diarrhea in. <laughs> yeah, he's but you've you've written like a few like what do you call them novellas like short like stories they're they're yeah, longer yeah. than short stories um and then you were working on a book for a while yep have you i, don't I know still if- have to i still have to wrap that one up that one's like the story is there Mm-hmm. It's just some of the jokes on the inside. You've got like a vomit draft done. That's what we yeah. call it in screenwriting, where you like have beginning and kind of act structure figured out. And and um, so like I've got like I'm kind of finalizing, like working my way through like that. Sure. So it's like beyond the the vomit draft. Oh, so you're through. You're like in first to second draft mode at this yeah, point. Yeah. 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 That's fine. I mean, like and, and like. You'll go into third draft and fourth draft. No, and then you'll I don't go into... do fucking do that shit because that shit is stupid. Dude, once you go through it one more time, you don't look at it again. You don't give a fuck about the details. You move on. Yeah, that's totally not the way it works in the real world. In, in Well, in my real world, that's how Unless it you have an editor. Then you can toss it. You can get What's through third draft and then throw it to an editor. <laughs> I'm not making a movie. No, there's in in books they have editors as well, Lucant. I've never read anything about an editor in any of the books <laughs> that I've it, read. I've read like a f- Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> What's right? the yeah yeah? What's the one, the one about the pants? What was I scared of? What was I scared of? That's about and there pants. Was, there was yeah, there was these fucking pants. You got to read this book, man. It's intense. 
there's fucking pants with nobody in them, and they're fucking walking around. And dudes, oh, like, I've what the seen fuck? that. I think, or I've seen pictures of it. In 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 the book, he say he's like, yeah, I saw these pants. What the fuck is this? But it like rhymed, right? So like oh, that didn't rhyme right there. I no. saw these pants. What the fuck but is this? It's like Doctor Seuss. So it's like you know what the fuck is up with these pants? They're standing over some ants. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Go to France. Go to France. Something I no. There is something about porridge. I don't like this at all. No, I'm gonna take know. a stance. Yes. He read it. I knew it. God, I don't want to pay for all these student loans, though, so I should probably get some grants. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty good. I'm a poet. I didn't even know it. Um, yes! Let's see. Um, so, like, let, okay, let, let me use you as my, my my first try talking to a okay an artist. I'll pretend like I'm an artist. All right. Yeah, pretend like I'm an artist. So if I said... Lucan, as a writer, what was what was the first thing that you wrote that made you th- made you go like, I can write. You know, I don't know. I think I I was a little kid and I tried to to like write stories, but like I was obsessed with horror movies. So I, and I didn't realize that like there was acts to the story. Sure, so it was yeah. just like the guy comes in and he fucking kills everybody, and that would be my story, right? And so, like, I, I would read the shit out of that story. <laughs> I had a like, whole bunch of them, right? <laughs> I had a whole. I, I had a thirty-part series like, of like Johnny walked into the room. But, Johnny looked around. Motherfucker got his throat slit. My my favorite one was about a guy who was like an illusionist, right? And uh, I don't know. I what happened to it is with all my stories. I I read it. I wrote it. And then I read it again, and I was like, that's fucking shit. Threw it away, right? Oh. So, so your this, first story is gone. D- done. Okay, this illusionist, and he wants to be, like, the best, right? So you know how, like, the dudes are, like, saw and the chick in half or whatever, right? Yep. He's fucking doing it for real. Right? Okay. The, now, I because I'm a kid, I didn't think, like, oh, part of when they do the illusions, it's <laughs> like... The, <laughs> The Stop chick is back it. together, right? So, like, in my, in my, in my story, no, he saws her, her in half, and he's like, oh, look, she's gone. Ta-da! And then walks off stage, yeah. and the people yeah. in the audience I'm are the like, best. the people in the audience are like, How oh. the fuck did he do that? He's amazing. <laughs> like, it just... <laughs> <laughs> like, I like a, he had one where he drilled the guy in the this, head. You see blood <laughs> spilling out, and you're just like, ta-da. Yeah. Like, how look, the fuck does that... Look, <laughs> look at me, I'm amazing. <laughs> how am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> he made a bunch of, like, mute chicks with no vocal cords, because they wouldn't scream. So it's just like, you see their face, it's just like... <gasps> But no one can hear the scream, so, like, it's just a dude cutting someone. Has that been done, though? Okay, has this been done? (laughs) I I hope this fucking movie's been made so I can watch it. (laughs) If you watched a magician, is there ever a magician? Now, I understand you need the third act, like, 
finale of she's put back together. Yeah. But is there a magician out there that like does the saw someone in half and there's just like screaming and blood and like you see intestines as they're cutting and then like puts them back together? Yeah, I, I there is uh, an Iron Maiden uh, an old Iron Maiden live show that they did like in conjunction with like a, a, a horror illusionist. Okay. That was like, he'd run knives through his body. He'd cut chicks in half and have their guts coming out. He cut off the guitar player's hands and played a solo with the hands. Oh, on really? Them. Yeah. Oh, it was all, they had all sorts awesome. of fucking sweet yeah. shit on there. But anyways. So that, so that totally exists. So when you start telling me the story, that's immediately what my mind went to is like, is that possible? But your story's better. In that it's basically like Joe Bluth doing magic where it never gets finished and he's just like, he actually stabbed himself. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, how did he do that? Yep. That's what you yeah, wrote. But this is, yeah, he he's, he's takes the people from the audience, he kills them, and then the people that they came with don't ever notice that they're driving home alone. <laughs> 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 right like the husband drives home and he's like that was a great show he's like it, it seems like something's off here though you know yeah but you know that's what happens when they shouldn't i wrote that as a kid they should have kids writing shit i think it should be a room full of kids right mm -hmm. and they should be nothing should get cut out every idea should fly yeah they'd be the best movies ever and the most outside of the box, like crazy fun ideas that no one ever thought of because kids don't think in act structure. They don't think in like what they've seen before. They just go, what if this? Yep. I would watch the shit out of that um, to a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a train wreck where, you know, I think there has to be some adult supervision in the in the actual yeah, like an adult who's there to terrorize them. Yeah, and say, know, like, like, get fucking crazy, kid! Like, yeah. or... but It's gotta make sense, you little piece of shit. It's gotta make sense. Three-act structure. Let's sit down... <laughs> yeah, just pretty much we'll take... We'll take it and we'll make it conform. Sure. But I think general plot-wise, that totally works. In fact, a lot of stuff people have said... The idea came from being with their kid. Mm -hmm. You know, they write something based on what the kids said or ideas they came up hanging out with their kid. I've heard tons of, um, like, crazy horror movies and even, like, um, the director who did the first Child's Play talked about the fact that it came from, like, being with their kid or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, and so... the kid had a thing about dolls or dolls, some shit? yeah, creeping them out or something like that. But, um, yeah, what, what were we talking about before that? Before the kids? We, we were talking about the, the uh... The, Your the writing process, yeah. yeah. You, how you, what the first thing you wrote that uh, got you really into writing? Okay, so, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know what made me think that I could do it, other than like I had a, I had an idea, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna write I, this. But you know, it's like, I, how old were you when you had this idea of like I'm gonna fucking write something? I tried writing like a bunch of stuff throughout. You know, from a little kid through being like a teenager. So it was more of like a natural progression of being shitty, then yeah. a little less shitty, so, then okay, and then and I can I'll straight up say it like I've read your book, the 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 novella or whatever you made, 
and it's really good. What's it called? Midstones in a Shadow. There you go. It's really good. Really well written. Story structure is great. The the author is incredibly sexy. Very very handsome. Yeah. Uh, if you're, super I mean, hairy, super but little like dick. Really, hey no super no little that's dick. not hey that's not but, what the narrator said but right. Who, who cares? Like it's not a matter of how the size. It's um the amount of hair that it, makes it special. It's the the the, the story. I, it's how it's, he how like he you writes got enough it. hair coming off. And it's like bristles. <laughs> God, that's not a thing. You, you got hair dick, man. <laughs> it's 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 a thing. It's a, um, it's a... But so I can tell you from like I I know Luke Han can write. He's a good writer. But that's why I'm curious where. I I have a funny story too about like I took writing classes while I was in high school, right? Sure. And um, the uh, the teacher was a stickler for everything had to be. Uh, pleasant. Everything like story wise. Yes. Oh, there was no there. And now um, imagine me in that fucking class, right? I want to watch. Uh, I want to write a story about a guy who commits suicide to get out of having diarrhea, okay. right? <laughs> so it just, sounds like a really good story to me. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Would, like he feels it building, and he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm gonna fucking." I'm I'm just gonna take one to the head and and the the, the medics are gonna have to clean up all this shit. Fuck them. <laughs> so she. I've been there. I've been at the point where I've had diarrhea so bad, like I've had the stomach flu or whatever, and been so sick, like shitting my pants, sick that I'm just like fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die here. I just want to die. Have you oh, ever yeah. had that before? Oh yeah, yeah. So you were like, writing much... from like real life. Yeah. <laughs> so. She didn't. She wouldn't let anything unpleasant fly. Now, to me, that's a challenge. Yeah. Right. So, I, I, you know, I make sure my punctuation is is right. It's <laughs> so it's, she made you like a a gram uh, like a grammar Nazi so that yep. you could tell your diarrhea so, story. <laughs> yeah. So like, so at least that I'm not anymore about the about like the punctuation and the grammar mm-hmm. and all that other bullshit. You know, which is way important. It actually is one of the more difficult things because it's I, it not stands important. out to me big time. When it's if you've wrong. ever read anything by Hemingway, you realize that punctuation true. and structure okay. is bullshit. I agree. Same with Bukowski, who I love to read. You know, Buka- Charles nope, Bukowski. I don't He's know a, who that is. Like a poet who writes like the most fucked up, depressing stuff. I don't read. Or poetry. Hunter S. Thompson, who I really like reading his stuff as well. Or Chuck Palahniuk, even who you know, like Fight Club and whatever. Yeah. These guys are not grammar Nazis at yep. all. They're totally just write what you're thinking in that moment. Yep. And those are the writers I actually like to read. Brett Easton Ellis is kind of the same way. That's the stuff I like. With that being said. Their stories are what fucking sells it. Like, their stories are so good that you don't care. Like, yep. you're not even thinking about the grammar. You're not thinking about um, the fact that they s- they're they speaking in first person, which is like a no-no yeah. at this point in, in writing. But it's... You forget. You don't give a shit. If you do it right, you can get away with anything. So you're that's what you're saying is now you're at that point? Oh, yeah. But... Uh... So like that's but your your story is like really well written. It's grammatically really well crafted. The amid stones and the shadows. Um, I still I it it never got like officially 
And I'm pretty sure there's t- stuff that's fucked up. If oh, yeah, there right. totally is. I re- but, Yeah, I know there is. Like, but, even me seeing it, I'm like, there's a comma missing there. There's a comma missing there. Yeah. But anyways, so I would I dialed it in for that part. Like, just had, just had like, in the class, I just had, like, the structure had to be there. Flawless. So that I could so that I could just make it as unpleasant as I wanted and be like, well, hey, it's nothing's misspelled. I didn't use any cuss words. Right? Sure. Right? That's the big no-no. She, Why? The, the, uh, That's so fucked up to me. You're fucking, what, like 16, 17 years old? At that point, you should be able to say whatever you want. Yep. Like, who cares? So I, I, uh, I would hand them in, and one after the other, one after the other, she's sending me back Fs. Right? And without a, like a, without a red mark anywhere or whatever, and I'm like, how come? She's like, I didn't like it. And I'm like, you realize it's writing. Like, you don't have to like everything, right? Sure. You can't just give it an F because you don't like it. And she's like, I did. <laughs> right? Yeah. I kept on, and I kept on, and I took the challenge. She gave me an F all the way through, right? Handed in every assignment perfectly, whatever, right? So I had to retake the class. <laughs> oh, really? You actually I, I, failed the class? Yeah, I I went all Holy the way. Shit. I went all the way. Do you with have that. any of that still? Like, did you keep that stuff? Nope. I should have. I should have. There's. I do that all the time now, where I look back and I go, "Fuck! I wish I'd kept like my first podcasts." Yeah. I don't have the first time I podcasted. I don't. It's gone. It's just disappeared. Um. I don't have like my first animations where I. I do these animations where I'd have basically based on like South Park, which was really huge when I first got into animation. It was like this little fat kid that would get hit by a car and there'd just be blood everywhere. That's all I did was just animate blood over and over again. And I'd show it to my parents and they'd be like, you made that. (laughs) Like, that's it. That's what I got. I got like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. You You know, she, she made a video. One time of a hamster that dances. Really? Like a cartoon? Yeah. Well, he says, when Lucan says she, his girlfriend is here. Yeah, Jessica. Beep. Do you want to, can you dial it up? What? Can, can you it's dial it up? Dial up the hamster? Yeah. Okay, we're going to, we're, uh, break. Oh, so we just watched these videos of Lucan's girlfriend. She, she made these hamster videos that you can find at Blue Rock 64. Yeah, I'm putting it out there into the world. They're not going to be able to find it because they won't know how to spell it. B-L-U-E-R-O-C 64. Done. <laughs> They're just fucking stupid hamster videos. And we were talking about the fact that she was making those videos at the same time that I was making very, very similar videos with, like, a car driving across the screen, hitting a little fat boy and his head popping off. And she went like, I made these stupid videos. And I went, I'm going to be a fucking director. Like I, I took it and ran with it. And it became my whole life. My life is literally based on making videos like that stupid hamster thing you made. With that, I only call it stupid because you called it stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought awesome? it was great. That's the difference between artists. Like that, that, that is, to me, like I watch that and I go like, that's fucking. That's the first step as an artist. I wish I had made that video. I totally could have made that video. I made shit very similar, and I'm sad that I didn't keep those videos 
that were like that. Yeah. Because mine are gone. I don't have the little fat boy videos anymore. Much like you don't have the fucking... <laughs> Illusion is cutting people in half. <laughs> Stories. You know, I should I should redo that story and just like just t- like the guy is he's like an alcoholic loser. He's like fucking smoking a cigarette while he's like cutting people apart and doesn't give a shit. Yeah, but the reality of it is, it could be almost like a. Um, did you see that movie? It's called Maniac. Elijah Wood. It's all like a first person perspective movie. Oh, it's like a remake. Is it? A, yeah, it was oh, like it's a like, remake. It's a remake of um, 10,000 Maniacs or whatever. Is that what it was based uh, no, on? No, no. It, it was like a, a a remake of like an old old one of like the same title. that uh, Called Maniac? Yep. Really? I didn't like know that. It was like one of the first like slasher movies. Oh, I didn't, and it was first person like that or it's just the plot was the same? Uh, yep, it, it had like the first person. Oh, really? Thing, yeah. I didn't know that that was a remake. I saw the... I thought maybe it was like loosely based on the old like horror... I I I've never seen the like ten thousand or whatever, oh, the the Rob Zombie thing. No, that's it. That the Rob Zombie thing comes from like an old horror movie. Like, oh. there's like an old like forties horror film called Hundred Thousand Maniacs or something like that. Anyway, okay. a thousand maniacs. I don't know what it's called. Anyway, it's irrelevant. That maniac movie. It's like through the first person perspective. You could do it like. Not through the first person perspective, but the same like general plot line where it's like kind of a schlubby dude is finding these like slutty chicks or something, or like taking hookers and cutting them in half because no one gives a shit. You know, my mom, she was saying that if you're if you're gonna kidnap a hooker, she's a hooker. She, no, my mom is not a hooker. All right. All right, my mom is as sweet. Well, she's not really sweet. Yeah, either. your mom is as far from sweet. Lucan's. Uh, I my dream is that this podcast blows up. Like I do all my fucking interviews with the people I want to do it with, but people love the Lucan episodes that I do, and we get your mom and dad on an episode. Oh my gosh! How fucking awesome would that be? So my mom is talking. She was joking with uh, my daughter about the fact that Derek was kidnapped from a Walmart, right? <laughs> And Derek is Lucan's brother. And and she said that, you know, she after a while she wished she could give him back. <laughs> but nobody will take a little colored kid. That's what she told my daughter, right? She goes, But if you go to kidnap oh a kid of your own, make sure that you're they're colored. She said, because uh if they are, the cops stop looking after like one day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Lucan <laughs> is like an East Indian dude that, well, your dad is like straight up East Indian, right? Like, Yeah, well, East Indian from Guyana. So like. Yeah, but that's East Indian. Like he's. Yep, yep. Um, But he's like 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Lucan's mom is like a straight up white lady. Yeah. With the fucking sense of humor of a 14-year-old boy. I don't know where your mom gets her sense of humor from. The best thing... What, it's not I, a... Honestly, for, it's, it's, with, she's clever. Like, she's pretty clever. Some, like, some of the shit super, that she comes up with. Well, I, clever isn't it? She's witty as fuck. Like, witty. Because clever is someone... Clever to me is the guy who can't be funny. He's clever. Yeah. Witty is like the person who can spit something out and improv in front of you and you're just like, holy fuck, how do they come up with that? She, like, she's also like horribly inappropriate. 
Yeah, well, she's vulgar as shit. She's crazy. She's like Lucan vulgar. But she... <laughs> so, one of my favorite... When I'm, I'm on my deathbed, when my final synapses are firing and I'm, like, hitting my end point, I'll probably shoot back to, like, when my kid was born and, you know, like, the first time my mom hugged me or some shit. I don't know what it's going to be. And then somewhere in there is going to be the time... Lucan and I got together with his mom and dad right after, like, right, or actually, like, the week that he decided he was going to get a divorce from his wife, and we, like, were hanging out at the bar drinking, and we went back to your parents' place and hung out with your parents. Holy fuck, that was fun. His parents were just, like, cracking wise, telling stories about just random bullshit, like his dad running in his underwear through the front yard with nunchucks chasing kids. Like, all sorts of fucking nutso stories. And I think it was... It, the thing that was really awesome about it was it came from a place of um, true honesty. Because, like, every once in a while, because you were so vulnerable to, like, you know, because of the divorce and everything, and... We hadn't hung out in such a long time. We were finally hanging out again. And your parents were going like, holy shit, we, we can actually impart wisdom onto this kid. For the first time, he's going to listen to us. Even though he's a fucking asshole, we can show him how much we're assholes. And it was this like amazing conversation. And I just got to be a part of it. It was awesome. They are pretty funny. They are super funny. So we need to do that. We need to have your parents on this podcast at some point. I don't know. Dad would definitely not. Oh, he would There's so fast. No I bet he would. It was really. No, I could get him in. He loves me. He does. We he were does. Si- if you invited him, he might. And if I told him, like, it's going to be PG-13. There's a reason why we're doing this. And it would go R, but he would never even notice because it's you and your mom. So yeah. I could just sit back, relax, and watch it happen. <laughs> oh, it'd be fun. Mom goofs on him all the time. Everything just sl- rolls off his back. Yeah. She's like... <laughs> but she, Dad will say something that she doesn't like, and he'll be walking away, and she'll be like, I should have held out for a guy with a six-pack. <laughs> Lucan's dad is probably one of the more he's basically the the uh, like Pakistani version of Jack Nicholson like he's like that's a good description (laughs) that is a good description he looks like a bout Schmidt if he was Indian yeah (laughs) that is a great description actually um all right let's get back on topic Lucan yeah I know Uh, this this is what I knew would happen. And folks, I got to tell you straight up, this is our test podcast. This was like my my first one to see how this would go, and I knew this is how it was going to go. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. But you can expect this like once a month, maybe once every two months. Lucan and I are going to get together, bullshit on this podcast, throw it out there. And then I'll do more interviews and I'll do other stuff that's a little bit more on topic. But I, what, isn't this fun? Like, I uh, find this to be such a blast. Next time, if you're lucky, I'll bring my first drum set and, and play you a song. Nice. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a song in this episode as well yeah. about you going to college. So, oh, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, from an outsider's perspective, what do, what do you think as the girlfriend of the 
um how do i put this the girlfriend of the guy genius. Uh, the oh, girlfriend genius of the genius with the very large dick with a- <laughs> who are we talking about <laughs> your other boyfriend oh okay um what do you think people are going to listen to this i think so it's okay. entertaining it's entertaining. That, that's at the end of the day. That's all I care about is that it's fun to listen to. So, um, this is my. Th- I, I'm going to treat you like a guinea pig, as I did with Dieter, who's yep, on he's episode gonna, two. Put me in tin foil and shove me up his ass. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's a hamster. <laughs> that uh, guinea pig and hamster are the same thing, and I've yeah, done it with both true, to try. True. Also, once those got too small, I tried a cat, but <laughs> um. <laughs> So I thought a fun way to end the episode every time, and maybe this won't work, maybe it will, but let's see how It'll it works. It'll work. If you force it, it will. <laughs> that is, in fact. Yeah. Anything that you what want, she said. you can force. Okay, um, go for it. What is the last piece of entertainment that you enjoyed? The last piece of entertainment, and take that for what it is, Whatever you want to think. Okay, okay, so for me, I'm going to go first. Because I think if I go first, it gives you time to think. I know you don't have to think because you're one of those morons who just wears everything. This is why we're friends. is because I work the same way. If someone says, give me your top five favorite movies, I spit them out immediately. If I say that to anyone else but Lucan, they're like, ooh, top five. I don't... God, I got to think about that. Because, like, are we talking comedy or... And then Lucan goes, the thing. Like the, he just spits out like five movies immediately. We're the same fucking idiot in that way, and it's whatever five movies are my favorite at the time. That's just the way I work. Yeah. Okay. My last piece of entertainment that I really, really liked, and laying it out there on Front Street, you can rip it apart, and make fun of me all you want. The brand new Bloodhound Gang album. It's fucking the weirdest. You know who Blood Bloodhound Gang is. Yeah. They sang like, no, you and me, no. baby, ain't nothing but mammals. Like, they sing, they were like a 90s whatever band. Do you mm. know them, Jess? No. Really? Uh, neither one of us. They're like don't. a pop band that sang comedy songs, sort of. They sang the song called, I mean, that, that song is called Bad Touch. They sang another song called, The Lap Dance is So Much Better When the Stripper's Crying. They, they, they're just like a comedy rap band. And they released a new album called Hard Off. And if you see <laughs> the cover, funny. it's super funny. And there's a song on there called My Dad Says That's for Pussies, which is fucking <laughs> oh, hilarious. Funny. And I'm, I'm obsessed with it. And I know I shouldn't be. Because like, all I listen to these days is like insect warfare, like... Uh, grindcore, uh, agoraphobic nosebleed. Like I listen to grindcore music. That's what I find as like creatively drives me. Yeah. Um, but this new album from Bloodhound Gang is so fucking funny to me that I recommend everyone goes and listen. It's vulgar. It's sexist. It's offensive as shit. Like it's just like her. Borderline racist at times. Super funny. Yep. Highly recommend it. Okay, so give me your piece of entertainment that's the last thing that you watched, listened to, a painting that you saw that inspired you, the last thing that you found well, I've never been inspired by a painting ever. Really? But, no, I, do, I don't get it, I guess. I don't get it. I have totally been inspired by paintings before. I, like, I, I look at them and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that. You know, but, like, it doesn't really... Sure. 
you know? Yeah, that's your thing. I mean, that's... everyone's different. That's what I love about this podcast is art is different to everyone. I've looked at uh, funny. I mean, like you guys went to your stupid painting class and did your stupid painting together and whatever. Oh, and it I... was a great masterpiece. No, it, wasn't. it was really bad. No, it was a masterpiece. <laughs> it was awesome. Like I looked at it. And I was inspired where I was like, these fuckers are doing crazy shit. It's not that the art was great because God, the art, art was great. Right. I've seen my kid paints better than you. No, but... that's not true. That's not true. That uh, I will challenge him. I will challenge him to, to a, a painting. duel of wits. Yes, and we will paint trees and water. <laughs> but I've totally been inspired by paintings before, big yeah. time. So mine, I I uh, recently she she got me watching uh, Parks and Recreation, which sure. I find to be very funny. You do? You like it? Yes. And uh, I, I especially like uh, Ron Swanson. Is his is that the name of the yeah. character? You yes. like that guy? Yeah. Um, what's Homeboy's name? Um, the actor. Nick Offerman? Nick Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman. You like that? You think that's funny? Yep. Cool. I think he's really funny. I, he describes the uh, He describes the Indian guy. He's like, you know, I like him. He's lazy. He's worthless. Like he he lists all these like bad qualities. <laughs> and he's like he's perfect for a government employee. <laughs> I thought that I found that very amusing. Sure. And then a uh, uh, guy at work lent me a clutch CD, and I had heard some of their stuff. Yeah, and uh, I've heard stuff that I fucking hate from Clutch. Like I've I know they hit like kind of mainstream. Yeah, rock I, stuff. But I also know that when they first started out, a lot of my metal friends actually really like some of that clutch stuff. Yeah. So this the latest album is called Psychic Warfare, and uh, it's like to me, I've heard other clutch stuff. I've never heard anything that I hated from them, but I've heard, I've I've heard stuff and been like, oh yeah, that's all right. I listened to this album now. He lent it to me. I listened to it a bunch of times through. It's like a mix between rock, metal. Like bluegrass and blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've I've heard albums though where I'm like they're really trying to hit that mixture mm-hmm. without ever like fucking like finding the vibe. Yeah. Now, okay. So with you bringing up that, which, so you you dug on that? That's... Oh yeah, I thought it was surprisingly enough for like being a diehard metal guy. I'm like, yeah, this. The... Well, you're also getting fucking old. Yeah, that's probably part of it. Too. <laughs> Older than shit. I remember the first time. So, like, we hung out for a couple of years, and I used to play Tool for you all the time because I'm a huge Tool fan. I yeah. play Tool for you, and for years, you're like, this fucking sucks. This sucks. I hate this. I hate this. And then I remember one time we got together, and we were maybe just drunk enough, the perfect kind of drunk, where we were hanging out, and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to play Tool for him again. And I used to play some gay shit for you that I still love. Like, yeah. Against Me stuff or whatever. Or, like, Finch. I played some Finch for you. And even you were like, this is okay. Like, I can... I can, I can yeah, I don't it. think I ever I ever dogged on anything. It's well, like, like REM. I hated it. REM is a great one where I'd play something for you where you're like, yeah, this is good, actually. Like, I understand I'm never going to put this on and listen to it. It's not my thing. But yep. I get why you like it. Yep. Because I'm a huge REM fan. But, um... Clutch is like the perfect example of something that you would get into now because you're fucking old. True. But I'm going to go out on a crazy limb and say this is like way out there for me. I fucking hate bands like 
disturbed, system of a down, all of that kind of stuff. Like, that is fucking god-awful to me. But I'm a big folk music fan. Like, huge folk music fan. And I love Simon and Garfunkel. That's, like, one of my jams is Simon and Garfunkel. I know, I just... I know where this is going already. That disturbed track. Yep. I'm into it, man. I don't know... I want to hate it so fucking bad. (laughs) I want to fucking listen to it and go, like... This is fucking your pandery bullshit. And I hear it and I go like, oh my God, stop with all the amazing instruments. Stop making it orchestral, like beautiful. Like, I want to fucking hate it. Yeah, But I've listened to it over and over and over and over. She's listened to it about a million times. Oh, so like, I've never, it's the epitome of a guilty, like, what do do you call it? Like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Fucking, I hate it. I hate it. The music video, I I like, if you, if you turn off the music, I'm just throwing up middle fingers going like, fuck you, you artsy queers. (laughs) But you play the song and I'm like, No, I, I, I prefer the original. Uh, now here's to, the thing. Yeah, I think the thing I like about it is that the original is what it is. It's a very subtle, like anti-government, like very political tune. And this one, he's so he's so passionate about it that you're like, this motherfucker actually is making a statement. And he's doing it in the modern times. And he's fucking trying to take an old song and show how important it is. I fucking hate it! But I love it. I've listened to it fucking 700 times. I just, I can't take it, man. That's yeah. my, that's, it's the epitome of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I you love know, it. I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> If you, like, I think if you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, remake something or whatever, you gotta put your twist on it. Yeah, and I like that they did that. I like that it's it's their twist on like an and it's not an exact replica of like an older song. Who the fuck wants to hear that? You know. But the thing is, like to me, disturbed is will always be the dude who was like, robot, you want to get down with the shit? <laughs> like, then he's he's out there like going, he's out there going like the sound of silence. Like he's got that deepness. And he's and then he goes high at the end. Like, there's no denying the dude has fucking vocal range. Yep. He's so it's the guy go that goes like. You can hear a little bit of singing. it in in like the normal music, but yeah, you can't hear how talented he is until he does something like that. It's fucked up, man. Is it not fucked up? Like, even you have to listen to that and just go like, yeah, he can sing. He oh, can yeah, fucking for sure. sing. For sure. That's, a, you know, what I heard. I'm like, well, the guy's for sure got a voice. So there's my other pick of the week, I guess, is that fucking Sound of Silence song. Fuck. Now, we were just talking about, like, when they cover, like, old songs. Like, I prefer that they leave that shit alone unless they're gonna, unless they're gonna put, like, a twist on it. Now, like... Did you have you ever heard? I think it was like Linkin Park or Limp Biscuit that did the Who song. Yeah, it's Limp Biscuit. They be, do that like Behind Blue Eyes. Behind Blue Eyes, yeah. And it was horrible. Sure. I thought it was awful yeah. compared to the original, right? Because it's so much. It's so like pandery. And they like they, they cut they, the good part out yeah. of the fucking song. Yep, exactly. 
<laughs> but uh, there's I've heard like other you know classic songs get destroyed. Six feet under, just butchers uh, smoke on the water. Oh god, which is like everyone butchers smoke on the water. I'd say I've never heard anybody else cover it. Thankfully. But this really so you've never been to a bar on a Saturday night in Mankato, Minnesota? No, <laughs> I have not. Everyone does smoke on the water. Like, are you talking like karaoke? No, like, like, like cover band, cover band. Yeah, exactly. I suppose. I mean, it's easy enough it's to just play. Ba, ba, ba. It went down to Malton. They're coming up, I can see. Like, that's every, every fucking band. Did you does. say they were coming on fucking sheep? <laughs> Put that dick in a goat. Hey, what? Uh, why is it back to the goat? In the balls. Why is it. Smoke on the water, fire in the sky. Smoke on the water, bonkata, bonkata. Like that's every fucking cover we should, band. We should cover it with just microphones and just like. Oh, it's just like acapella. I'll, I'll just do. I'll just do like the beat. You do it. Go for it. Yeah, go. No, no, you got to no, do the guitar. Start. I got to. You I, start. Drums always start. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ba 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 ba. That's like right there. Ba 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 ba. Perfect. <laughs> there you have it. Hey, I've been Josh. This has been a podcast I haven't named yet. Don't let your meat low, folks. So I got a job, and I'm really proud. I'm the world's number one abortion doctor. That was really good. I'm like, hey, I know. No, I'm not done. God damn it. With Josh and Steve.